0: the reasons that so many people who believe in Jesus, who love Jesus, don't go on to live the life that God had planned for them, is that there are obstacles in the road, obstacles that seem completely insurmountable, and that stops them dead in their tracks. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program, as today we take a look at those impossible, intractable obstacles in your life from a different perspective and do stay tuned because in just a few minutes i'll be telling you about the powerful prayer that could be coming your way to help you through whatever you happen to be dealing with in your life just at the moment for many people and i've been in the space too from time to time there seems to be a yawning gap between what they hear preached on sunday morning and how their lives play themselves out Monday through Saturday. You see, there seems to be a huge gap between the powerful statements about faith and God's plan and overcoming obstacles on the one hand, and and actually living life on the other. How often have you heard or read these words from Jesus? Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, Truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you'll say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Well, that's just fine and dandy. Thank you, Jesus. But but that doesn't seem to be how my life works. There are these obstacles in the road and they don't seem to be moving and so I'm stuck in this rut. Here I am. I, I want to serve the Lord but things just aren't happening. And then Jesus comes along with these very high statements about faith and prayer. Here's another one. John chapter 15, verse 7. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. You see the dilemma, don't you? The Bible, in fact, Jesus, seemed to promise one thing, and yet our cold, hard experience in life seems to declare the complete opposite. How often have you asked God for something and it hasn't happened? The answer for anybody who's been praying for any length of time is, is lots of times, right? Right? And it's this dilemma that discourages so many people from stepping out and living the life that God has planned for them. You see, it's this yawning gap that has many people turning back in droves, back to their old lives, back to their comfort zones, back to living for themselves rather than pouring out their lives for others in Jesus' name. Fact, obstacles make us want to turn back. Over the course of this week, over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking a bit about the old Moses, this man whom God called from obscurity to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. I'm going to fast forward just a bit from where we were the other day. Moses goes and confronts Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, no. So now God sends 10 plagues on Egypt. Eventually, Pharaoh relents and the Israelites flee through the Red Sea, which God has miraculously parted for them. And then the Egyptian army is destroyed as the sea comes back and drowns them. The greatest military machine on earth was completely destroyed by God. I mean, that's all pretty miraculous, wouldn't you say? If you or I had been one of the Israelites following Moses out of Egypt, I mean, you would have been totally amazed. Wouldn't it have completely changed your perspective of God having seen that? Sure it would. But listen to what happens the moment the Israelites discover that there isn't any food to eat or water to drink out there in the desert. So God's done these amazing miracles and now they need food and water. Exodus chapter 16, verses 2 and 3. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us out into the wilderness to kill us, this whole assembly, with hunger. The moment they run into their very first obstacle... They hanker to return to the safety and the predictability of Egypt, even though back there they were oppressed as slaves. Why is that? Because the obstacle confronting them, the lack of food and the lack of water for a million or so people out in the desert, appeared to be completely insurmountable. And in human terms, it was. A wise person once said, "When when God is about to do something great, he starts with a difficulty. But when God is about to do something truly magnificent, he starts with an impossibility. Would you like to know what God did next for the Israelites? It comes in the very next verse, Exodus chapter 16, starting at verse 4. The Lord said to Moses, I'm going to rain bread from heaven for you. And each day the people will go out and gather enough for just that day. In that day I will test them whether they will follow my instructions or not. But on the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gathered on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your complaining against him. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said when the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us but against the Lord. And then God did what he said. He rained food down from heaven because that's what God can do. What seems impossible to you and me... Is simply an opportunity for God to display his power and his glory. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, it was you who made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is impossible for you. And all that you and I need is just a mustard seed of faith. That's all. Just stop and think about it. To move a mountain, you don't need faith that's bigger than the mountain. That's what we normally think. The laws of nature, the laws of physics that we understand and live by require the force that moves the mountain to be bigger and more powerful than the mountain. So we get to thinking that we have to be bigger and more powerful, that our faith has to be bigger and more powerful, when all along, simply a mustard seed of faith will do. Why? Because God created the universe, and nothing is impossible for him. To him, that mountain, that massive obstacle on your road, is less than a speck of dust. When are we finally going to wake up to the fact that obstacles are par for the course? Obstacles are the opportunity for God to do the miraculous. Obstacles are simply no excuse for a wasted life. When I stepped out into the Ministry of Christianity Works back in 2004, the ministry was dead broke. We weren't producing any radio or TV programs, which is our reason for being, and everything looked impossible. Fortunately, I was still young enough as a Christian to have childlike faith, simply to believe that God would do it. I didn't have a clue about anything much, really. No idea about how to produce radio messages. No idea about how to approach radio stations, even if we had something to put to air. No idea about how to get people to support the ministry so that it could go on. Nothing. Not a clue. But God had all he needed. He had a mustard seed of faith in my heart, and that is all he needed. These days, people look at the Ministry of Christianity Works, the ministry that produces these daily programs, and they smile at how successful it is. Millions of listeners around the world each week. Wow, amazing. Yeah, But you have no idea how many mountains have been moved along the way. Each time testing our faith, each time taking us to the edge, each time having us down on our knees imploring God to intervene, There have been so many impossible situations, so many times when this ministry should have folded since it was founded in 1957, but each time God showed up, not in the way we'd planned, not always to make it easy, but to take us to the next level and the next level, all the time growing our faith, all the time testing our resolve, all the time walking with us, going ahead of us, preparing the way even though we couldn't see it. Obstacles are no excuse for turning back. Obstacles are no excuse for a wasted life because nothing is impossible for God. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time Monday with A Different Perspective.